0: Morning.
1: Hi. Is this How Danny? Yes. Did you get teased for your last name growing up?
0: Oh, yeah. I still do. You know, I just had an interview with someone who called me Putty. Oh. Um, pudding and Punji. It's okay. It's a character builder. <laughs> Absolutely. It's paying off, you know. Uh, I was never a good, uh, at physical confrontation, so... Um, I had to become very strong verbally.
1: That's good, I guess. (laughs) All right. I'm a huge fan of community, and I think this goes for everyone. You, Abed, and Donald Glover, who plays Troy, probably the two funniest characters on the show. Oh,
0: thank you. Uh, You know, we're very, very... I'm so because I get to do such crazy such crazy things. Yeah. I get to read the script and be like, okay, in this episode, I'm going to be wearing a space suit the entire week. You know, in this episode, I'm gonna be wearing a wig and pretending I'm Jesus. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's just the writers who are able to kind of put together this these amazing characters that are so you know rich and interesting, uh, and grounded. You know, I think uh, you know Dan Harmon really sought sought after trying to create a show where the characters and everything was logical and it made sense in this world at Greendale. You know, and from there we can kind of go to crazy places like tonight. Like the fact that I get to be a stop motion animated character and be a doll. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a cartoon. I felt more natural, animated. I think. Uh, so again, another dream come true.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, how much did you like the whole being animated thing?
0: I, I mean, I love it. It was it's it's an interesting process because you're doing the voiceover work before they animate you. You know, oh. you into a room and you record everything. You re- record the entire script and you basically go through and do each line of dialogue. And then the animators take it, and they, re- they basically build a doll based on a picture of you and your voice. You know, they have 16 different mouths for the doll uh, based on what mm. you're saying at the time. It's crazy, the detail that goes into it. Um, you know, and I got to go take a tour of the studios a couple weeks ago with Allison and Gillian, and, um, you know, I got to see the doll. I think they have four or five different dolls for each of us, and... Um, it's 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 amazing. I mean, they spent like six weeks working on this, you know, we watched them put together the tag, uh and, and Donald and I get to do the tags at the end of every episode, yeah. which are really fun. And in this one the the tag is also animated. And we oh. were watching Sarah, one of the animators, put together the tag and it took her three days to do a thirty second tag. So wow. I mean they're meticulous and they're detailed and they're incredibly talented at, at this at this work and I think he paid off, cause I've been seeing some clips come out now, and, and they all look great. Snow Chang is, is easily turning into one of my favorite things I've seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems I've been following on Twitter, and it seems a lot of you guys are kind of talking about Snow Chang, so that'll be interesting oh. to see. And speaking of the tags, yeah. are those all... Improv? Or how do you guys do that? Because they're hilarious.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, you know, some of them are improv. I mean, most of them are written. I, our writers do such a great job, and I think it's, it's a, uh, kudos to them for writing such material that feels so spontaneous, you know, but we always improvise a little bit. You know, there's always some spontaneity that comes out, whether it's in the beginning or the end, you know, when we play together. And I think those are our opportunities to really do that. You know, during the show, it's a lot. T- Tougher because the jokes are really important. So you know we stay to the dialogue, and um and the tags. Uh, you know sometimes it, it varies. You know sometimes they're just like here's the idea, and you guys can kind of just play with it. Or last year's Halloween episode, they were just like okay, like why don't you guys just sit down and just start talking. So that was completely improvised. Huh. You know. Um, Then like the Burt Nurney one That was sort of improvised With the help of Dan Harmon And the Russo brothers Um, So there's always a little bit You know, uh, Donald Glover Is one of the funniest And smartest people I've ever met and worked with It's always very comforting Working with him Because I know we'll figure something out But usually the writers Come up to us with a great idea Like Troy and Abbott in the morning We're just like all right, let's do this
1: <laughs> That's great. One of the episodes, you were delivering a baby in the background. Yes. <laughs> and let me just tell you, I mean, that was something that most of the general public did not catch on to for a couple days.
0: Then, <laughs> yeah, Me included. Me included.
1: I mean... Is there a lot of that going on? And then I saw the monkey was it stole the pen? Like you could see it steal the pen in that episode. Does this happen in every episode that there are things that aren't so obvious that people don't pick up on?
0: You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say in every episode, but in a lot. You know, I think that. That's such a fun thing to do. And when you watch the episode, if you just watch it straight through, you probably won't notice because it's all taking place in the background. Right. Same thing with that monkey who took the pen. We shot it with the monkey under the table actually taking the pen. And it happened so quickly. And other people are speaking that you don't, you'll don't, you never notice it. But it's there. And if you, like, either pause it or watch it in real slow motion, you can see it all happening, you know. I think with YouTube and, and Twitter and things like that, someone I, I think a fan might have put together a sequence of the delivering baby.
1: Yeah, they uh, did. That's how I saw it, which was crazy.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's incredible. And for me, that was really helpful, too, because I was like, oh, it does make sense. Okay, that's what I was doing. <laughs> because I was, doing, I was just doing stuff in the background. And that's just fun because it's just like it, the details, like I said, about this show are just, they're just so great. Because it is, it's kind of one of those fun things where it's like, yeah, it is important to see what's going on, but also... Just so you know, there's other stuff going on here as well that is just as bizarre, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, so are there any that you know of coming up that you can give us a hint to look for, or are you just going to make us keep our eyes open? I
0: think you're going to have to keep your eyes open. So All right. I, because I really don't know. Like I said, the first time I saw the episode where I was delivering the baby, I missed half the stuff I was doing. Really? <laughs> Until, yeah, oh yeah, and I did it. That's how bad it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's. I think it's. you have to... Uh, I think that's kind of the fun thing, too, about our show is that, you know, you can watch it again and notice stuff that you really didn't notice the first time. Definitely. Uh, You know, but as far as background stuff, I don't know if there's anything soon, but there's always stuff going on. Because we're an ensemble and we're usually in every scene together, like whether it's at the bar or the study room or in the cafeteria chances are half the time you're on camera, half the time you're not, but you're still acting within that scene. Right. It's always fun for me after I watch an episode to be like, what were you doing in that episode if I see, like, you know, Allison and Yvette giving each other high fives or in last (laughs) episode at the bar, Literally, when Troy is panning around the bar looking at everybody and kind of what they're doing, you kind of overhear that Joel Mikhail, and uh, Gilead Jacobs are talking about The Hurt Locker as a radio play. And it's sort of like, you'll never catch it unless you really listen. But it's kind of like, what is it? That's the fun thing about our shows. We're always doing stuff. We're always acting. You never know if it's going to be caught on camera, but sometimes it is. And that's kind of a fun thing about watching it, too, after you acted it, because you kind of get to see what everybody else was doing.
1: Yeah. Are you a lot like Abed, or what's similar to you in real life and Abed? I
0: think we're different people. You know, uh, Abed uh, you know, works for his family's falafel restaurant. Um, mm. I grew up eating pidogi with my mom. <laughs> 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 You know, as time goes on, there are certain things that definitely merge together, you know, but Abed is definitely more of an encyclopedia. I wish I was half as observant as Abed is. <laughs> I mean, he, Abed notices things. He's sort of a detective of human behavior. You know, I think socially, um, I'm probably a little bit more aware in terms of, like, social cues. I don't know if yeah. that's a bad thing or a bad thing.
1: <laughs> he seems a little off.
0: Yeah, he can be a little off, you know. Uh, but he's also very comfortable uh, with who he is and trying to figure things out. So um you know i think there's similarities but there's definitely a lot of differences i definitely like looser fitting jeans i'll say that
1: <laughs> that's good <laughs> yes all right well i'm really excited about tonight's episode thank you so much for talking to us and i don't know i'll keep my eye out in the background from here on out for sure uh, yeah
0: awesome. keep your eyes open you never know what's gonna happen
1: exactly all right, <laughs> all right thanks you too